This is the Money Unleashed podcast, a look at the financial issues facing investors and those getting ready for retirement. Here's the president of the Hoffman Financial Group, Chris Hoffman, and his co-host, Randy Cook. Right now, there are rules about that, and we've talked about those in the past. You probably know that age 70 and a half, you're going to have to start accessing your money. They force you to start taking your 401k money. Well, there's some new thoughts on that because we're all living longer. And this is Ohio Congressman Rob Portman. He was on Fox Business. Here's what he had to say about it. With people living longer, this requirement that at age 70 and a half, you have to start taking your money out of your 401k or your IRA to start distributing it and pay taxes on it under retirement is crazy. So we say, let's expand the age to 75, not 70 and a half. And then let's say, if you have less than $100,000 in your retirement account, there should be no minimum required distribution at all. Interesting. So he said 75. They actually agreed on 72. Yep. So let's just take that part of it right now. So you know, what's interesting is he says, if you have less than $100,000, you get a waiver. Yeah. I mean, if you have less than $100,000 in your retirement accounts, you're probably going to use it. So I don't understand. <laughs> you're right. I mean, you're going to need it. Yeah. Right? You're going to need in- income from it or distributions from it. So it's politicians playing with money. Right. It never works. <laughs> um, it's a disaster. But there are some things in here that I think we need to point out and, and go through that are relevant. Okay, that, 70 that and a half positive. to 72. Is that a good thing? Yeah, sure. Okay. It gives it, any any more control for the individual is a great thing. I get okay. plenty of clients coming to me saying, I, I don't want nor need my required minimum distributions at 70. Hold them, take them back, put them somewhere else. And you can't. You can't, yeah. unless you get a huge penalty. Mm-hmm. So 72 would be a big win. It causes some pressure. I think over a 10-year budget window, the treasury would lose $8.9 billion by extending it from 70 and a half to 72. So there's got to be so a gotcha in here someplace. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Okay. And, and that gotcha is related to inherited IRAs. Okay. So, so for those of you who have heard us in the past or maybe have not heard us, so I'm, I'm pushing 60 years old. My mom is 81 and she's got a bunch of IRAs. If mom were to pass away, she would send that money down to me and that would be what they call a stretch IRA. So I have to take that money out now according to my lifespan. Yeah, there's a different chart. So So they say, I'm going to live to 87. They've got that all figured out. Yep. So now I've got another 27 (laughs) years to take that money. But according to this, they would shorten that time. Yeah, they're talking about depleting it within 10 years. Okay. So that's one of the proposals that's out there. If not, moving it back to five years. Wow. So five years would be devastating. 10 years still doesn't allow for good estate planning and inheritance planning. Mm-hmm. So here's where they get that $8.9 billion back. If they caused us or forced us to liquidate inherited IRAs within a 10-year period of time, the treasury collects $15.7 billion over the next 10 years. Aha. So there's where they claw the money back. So- they're basically boxing this in and saying, okay, we're going to give you the ability to contribute to IRAs and 401ks and build up a retirement account. It's all tax deferred, but we want that tax money back in a reasonable time frame during your life. And if you pass away and you've got money saved up, you're, now your spouses are okay. A spousal IRA. So the way it works is if you're married and you pass away, your spouse can put their name on that IRA. Mm -hmm. It becomes a spousal IRA and it follows the same rules as your IRA. It's inheriting to kids, grandkids, et cetera, 
that they're not going to allow you to stretch these IRAs and grow them tax deferred anymore. And that's a big a big problem. They're essentially saying, I'm going to give you a free finger clipping, but I'm going to cut off your leg. <laughs> <laughs> Don't bleed out. Yeah, exactly. So I saw the, the vote on this and it was like 417 to three. So 417 guys say, women say, this is a great thing. Congress can't agree on anything. Nope. They can't agree on anything. But what they agreed on is how to tax you. So when mm-hmm. they say great retirement reform, no, there's a gotcha in this. Yeah. Now, so let's talk about the positives. The positives are you move it from 70 and a half to 72 before you need to start mandatorily taking out distributions. The other thing that's in there is they've opened the doors for annuities to be in 401k. I heard about that. Which is very interesting. Everybody talks about the A word, the annuity mm-hmm. being a bad idea. I can tell you my clients that have pensions, in effect annuities, Love them. are loving them yep. because they pay, they pay a lot. And what do they pay? A guaranteed income stream for the rest of your life. And it's the missing ingredient in this generation versus previous generations as far as financial security in retirement. 25 years ago, 35 years ago, if you retired, you knew what you could live on. You had social security and you had a pension. Mm-hmm. But pensions have largely gone away, and you don't know whether you should purchase an income annuity or not. So that's left to chance, and there are some good ones and there are some bad ones out there, just like all investments. So you'd have to vet that. But this opportunity to add pensions, in effect, through annuities, and you control it, could be a big win for future retirees. Now, Unfortunately, it doesn't cover the baby boomer generation because they're not going to be able to contribute enough to Mm -hmm. these pension Mm -hmm. uh, annuities to materially change their income stream. But we've all got kids. And, you know, when they ask you, where should I put my money, dad? Where, which, which one of these funds here, this index fund, this bond fund, this thing. And if there was an annuity in there, that might be a place to put some of that money. Yep. I mean, if the markets go south, you're not staring at a 50% loss of your cash and your potential income stream. So you at least get your guaranteed income stream sometime in the future. I mean, I've got clients that are doing legacy planning and trying to figure out how to purchase income annuities that roll over to their kids and there's tax preferential treatment with them now. They can stretch those annuities out for generations to come. We had a gentleman from Lincoln on that that mm-hmm. highlighted their Eye for Life product. I mean, it was a powerful, powerful tool and they got a special tax ruling from the IRS on it. So I would love to see annuities offered in 401ks. I'd probably be a bigger fan of contributing more funds to a 401k if it had some of those hard line guaranteed type products in them. All right. You mentioned pensions and most people love to have a pension because it gives you income for the rest of your life. We've all heard about the pension crisis. Well, there was a story this week on Fox Business. This is Don Peoples. And when you find out why some of these pension problems are taking place, it kind of makes you mad. They are managed generally by elected officials who actually have no experience uh, in that space. And they make what are political decisions as opposed to business decisions. And they are rarely meeting their benchmark, which is a benchmark is the amount of money that they actually have to make in order to cover their liabilities. So in some cases, the same guy who's making the decision on what potholes to fill on the roads is managing my pension money. 
Really? Yeah. <laughs> and they're choosing what rate of return they need to right. achieve. And some of them are 7% on average. And that works over an extended period of time, but it doesn't work during a dot-com yeah. crisis. It doesn't work during 2008. Look, there's a $22 billion shortfall among pensions out there. And I see them every week. I'm reading about them. Oregon is in trouble. New Jersey is in trouble. California is in trouble. Kentucky, Connecticut, Illinois. I mean, it goes on and on and on. And we've had a nine-year, 10-year bull market run. And they're still in trouble. And they're still underfunded. Can you imagine what's going to happen to pensions if this economy pulls back? And it has to have a normal pullback every once in a while. And I would say that that's going to be 20%. Mm-hmm. And if there's anything in this economy that shouldn't have been there that's been built up over the past 10 years that we don't know about, that could be 50%. Now, before people say 50%, that's the Great Depression. Well, it's really not. I mean, we're up 300% since the low of 2009. So you would still be up roughly double your money over the past 10 years. But your pensions right now are shooting for the stars to satisfy their obligation. I mean, Hawaii went into bitcoins. Really? Yeah. Are you serious? Hawaii actually is playing in cryptocurrencies. Oh, my God. And, you know, the rest of them are projecting big results to fund their pensions. And I don't think it's possible. So you sent me this story from Forbes about the Oregon pension situation there, and they have 45% of their money in high-risk investments with high fees and poor performance. Yeah, and that's a reason that with the RMD changes, allowing annuities, I would rather have my clients purchase a piece of their 401k in an annuity that's individual with an A-plus rated insurance company because the insurance company can define it based on that individual. Mm -hmm. You purchase your own plan, and they'll change based on where the economics are, but those investments and those guarantees aren't based on Bitcoin or shooting for 10, 12, 15% returns. It's pie in the sky. And they're being managed by professionals. Right. These are people who actually sell life insurance, annuities, long-term care, and they know how to manage that process versus these managers of pensions that, you know, it reminds me of billions that show where they're negotiating mm-hmm. political campaigns around these pension funds. It's a dangerous and slippery slope, in my opinion. You'd be better off. So here's my advice for those of you that have pensions out there. One is you should know whether it's funded or not, okay? And you can look that up. But second and most importantly is find out if you have a lump sum option available to you before you make a decision to trigger an income stream. If you have a lump sum pension available to you, you can pull that lump sum You can reinvest it back in an income annuity, which looks a lot like a pension. It's a guaranteed income stream for the rest of your life. And there are income annuities out there that will grow over time where pensions won't. Pensions stay static. They pay you an amount, no less, no more for the rest of your life. Well, guess what? Every year, that purchasing power becomes less and less. And you could actually invest in something that produces an income stream that will grow as the market grows. So you've got more options available to you. You now control the cash if you pull the lump sum because you have that investable asset. You don't have to annuitize the policy and give up the cash. You can actually trigger a lifetime income stream and you can change that investment in the future if there's better opportunities out there. Thanks for listening to the Money Unleashed podcast with Chris Hoffman. 
To find out more about the Hoffman Financial Group, go to UnleashYourMoney.com and join Chris for his radio show, Money Unleashed, Sunday afternoons at 5 on WSB Radio Atlanta. Chris Hoffman is a registered representative of TCM Securities, Inc., member FINRA SIPC, and is an investment advisor representative of Retirement Wealth Advisors, Inc., an SEC-registered investment advisor. Hoffman Financial Group, Retirement Wealth Advisors, TCM Securities, Inc., and WSB are not affiliated. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. This information should not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with the professionals specializing in the fields of tax, legal, accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Insurance licensed in Georgia, number 163546.